aka Padders. Welcome to the Thunderdome. I'm aka Pad Peter A. DeLuca, your host to a uh, obsessive look at film everything, film history, film studios. We're doing the run of Netflix movies largely because people ignore Netflix. They take it for granted. We're talking Outlaw King. David McKenzie, that's that's our director. Visually, this movie's tough to look at just because it's so freaking accurate. Because there's just nothing poppy, there's nothing visual, and he does a fantastic job at delivering that. So, if you guys are ready, we're going to talk about this Chris Pine flick, flick of Rooney, for a very different reason. Because it's a sequel to Braveheart. Coming in hot through that intro. So let me just gloss over a little bit of what we do here on this podcast. Because I I got something, you know, I and I'll say uh, social media interactions fuel a lot of my fire. Because I, I do my hardest to prove myself wrong. Okay? With the premise, like uh, the baseline, the premise for that. It's everyone's lazy on their film opinion. Everyone's lazy on their um, pop culture opinion. They're lazy on the books they read. They're lazy on the comic books they read. They're lazy on their TV shows. They're lazy, 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 lazy. And they post. They go out there and they post. Uh, they they should post movies. And they think they come off as nuanced, as intelligent, as insightful. And uh, you know, I, I I press these people from time to time. I really do. Can you explain that? Uh, do you have another example? What about this? You know, like and the and so. I went on the run where I'm like, look, people, uh, we're we're in an age of information. We're in, in an age of technology, un, ungodly technology. We're, we're literally living in the fucking future. And I, I challenge these people. Yeah, you know, like this is in a, a loving way. My version of love. Caveat. It's, I challenge these people to do a live debate. Meet me live. We can do it right now. We can do it at your leisure. Meet me at the passing and let's go through this. And I guess this is the, the evolution of my frustration because it's cowardly to attack things thinking you're going to come off as smart. Okay? That's a cowardly act. There's no courage in that. And, yeah, I, I guess so much of this, so much of what I'm saying relates to this fucking movie. It does relate to Outlaw King starring Chris Pine. You know, and they they echo that that cowardness 
because they they can't do it. They can't do it. The back and forth threads, which are mind numbing, uh, not effective at all. Very frustrating. And I don't know. I mean, it, it, sometimes, sometimes I'm, I I think like potentially could your boy over here come in a little bit too hot. But no, I mean. I try and DM some of these people. So, uh, so many of them. Another cowardly move. They have their DMs turned off. It's endless excuses to them like not being able to do the live stream. Not able to debate. And then through the thread. The, uh, which is literally the worst way to debate. It's just. Um, they rewrite. The definition of words and what they mean as the thread like moves forward for you to um, they they try and gaslight you by doing that. So and this and this is the body that controls the clicks, the SEO search engine optimization, all these things that populate when you make a search these are the people that occupy the noise so when the average joe you out there sorry you're average i'm not the average joe gets this stuff and look it's it, it this is consumable <coughs> excuse me this is consumable stuff it can you consume it like you would a pack of Oreos. So the point I'm getting at there, the scenario, it's it's content's consumable. So is a pack of Oreos. If everyone was tweeting that a pack of Oreos tasted like garbage and effectively could be, maybe is poison, you wouldn't even give it a shot. You may not even give it a shot. You won't even feed it to your dog. You know, because dogs eat everything. They, and they do. And that's why they're amazing creatures. Just like pigs. So, going on this Netflix run, I'm finding so many good movies that are just gone. Gone down the memory hole. And then you constantly hear this uh, dialogue that Netflix doesn't do anything. Netflix isn't this, is not that. Well, during the pandemic, I mean, like, everyone, you know, I'm sure all of these services spiked in subscription, okay? Disney Plus, HBO Max, Netflix, right? That's your three-headed dragon. And now... A lot of these services are getting a fall off. Now, like Netflix does seem to be doing well. And I think the reason is, is because people do know that their quality and what they take um, chances on. The opportunities they're willing to, to get from making something that's a little bit risky. That's a little bit too expensive a little bit too glossy, which I would say is the casting uh, for this movie. Because 
Chris Pine doesn't fit until he does because he's so good looking. He's too good looking for this movie, but you got to put him in the movie. What do you do? What do you do? Stuff like that, okay? I mean, nothing different than any other studio. So we have these like these people. They're on a freaking high horse. They're bashing Netflix, and the in Netflix potential. It really is. I mean, some of the reality shows they just dropped a couple TV shows that um, immediately get people buzzing. Okay, like no one really does this. Okay, Netflix comes up with a show called like Sex Life, and. HBO Max drops a upgraded uh, Gossip Girl, okay, <laughs> and no one seems to care about Gossip Girl. It dropped uh, like two weeks ago. Um, the Acid though has an amazing song for the, those promos. I recommend it. The Acid too. What a great fucking name! Jesus Christ, that's a good fucking name. So, David McKenzie, this is our director. This movie. It's part two of Braveheart. This movie was pushed heavily during the Super Bowl. Uh, another potential coming out party for Team Netflix. Brad Pitt, War Machine. Cloverfield Paradox. Out, Outlaw King. The, these are some of the media pushes I recall. Now, that doesn't mean there's other ones that I'm not aware of. I'm just telling you what I recall. Then we got this guy who, um, Mother Effer, Hell or High Water, 2016. I heard a lot about this movie, right? Nominations, all this stuff. Haven't seen it. It looks awesome. I wish the promo images didn't look like uh, Old Country or No Country for Old Men or Old Country for No Men, whatever the title for, for that movie. Because I do, someone get turned off, and it, it prevents me from clicking on it. Okay, not a big deal. I'm I'm gonna make good on that. But in 2009, he's he's made, he's been directing since '02, but I've seen his '09 movie, Ashton Kush, The Kush. I'm going to ski or surf. Makes a movie called Spread that immediately. Um, connected and related to me on a very high level because I think there was a time. Um, yeah, like, man, like deeper analysis. But he makes this movie with Ashton Kutcher, small movie. And it, the movie really resonated with me because it was, um, it felt like it was a sliver, a slice uh, of my life at one time. I really felt like I was living the way Ashton Kutcher was was living, and it's good. It's good to see that like on screen and portrayed a certain way. Now, you know, he's in the Hollywood Hills. I'm here in Philly, but you guys get it. And then he makes this freaking outlaw king. That is, you know, what happens after William Wallace gets drawn and quartered at the end of Braveheart. I mean. Because he doesn't win. So what happens? We're in like the 13th century. <laughs> We're in the 13th century. This movie builds. You know. Like we have our good action sequences. Just like in episode 
376, The King. The King and this movie are amazing companion pieces. Uh, I, I, you, you can watch these movies back to back. This movie's brutal. This movie's bloody. In tone, it matches Braveheart. In cast, it matches Braveheart. Uh, it just doesn't have these uh, engineered pops. You know, like laughs to it, right? I remember laughing when I saw Braveheart. Because there, there was like a couple good jokes. You know, the crazy guy talking about, uh, you know, he's talking to God. The uh, the homophobia, too, was a little bit funny. The homophobia with the, the king in Braveheart, where he throws his, his son's lover, like, out the window. That got a laugh in, in, in the movie. I'm not saying I agree with it, but, you know, got a laugh. So it doesn't have this the genius of you know what 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 is it William Wallace or Robert Wallace Wallace the writer and well Mel Gibson like two geniuses going at it back to back and it doesn't have that so the movie doesn't pop in certain areas maybe that's not the intent I would probably have to watch it a couple more times to map it out. The movie has a good like cat and mouse because uh, what's her name? The uh, Black Widow girl, Florence Pugh Poe from, you know, we know her from Midsummer. She she's in this movie. She's estranged, held captive. You don't even know if she's going to live or die. Uh, holds her like virginity, doesn't bang him, gets married because they're married through, uh, you know, the, through power. You know, because they're consolidating some of these tribes, some of these uh, little towns, little kingdoms. She gets married to Chris Pine. So there's like a longing too. And you, you really don't know if she's going to live or die. You don't know if Chris Pine's going to live or die because he he gets his butt handed to him uh, campaign-wise and skirmish-wise throughout the entire movie. So it's cool. It's a good freaking movie that commits to the bit. It's violent, it's bloody, it's relentless, uh, it has good drama, has good stakes, uh, readable, incredible to look at, uh, given it's the 1300 and everyone's just wearing like monochromatic, uh, you know, robes. This movie's a win. Uh, it's also a win against the, um, the dominant narrative. So, everyone, a.k.a. Pads all the audacity, it's Friday. Uh, I do apologize for being away from you, but I, I kind of fell into another drawing hole. Tomorrow, it's going to be Ocean City, Maryland, OCMD, for um, one, one day, one night. Um, went through hell to get drugs for that um, this week, also. Crazy work week, too. So, it's a lot of things. It's also been 90. Uh, on average, I'm walking almost like 30 miles a week. Your boy's looking good, staying in shape, pleasing the ladies. And, uh, you know, hit me up on Instagram, aka pad69, aka pad on Twitter. Just search uh, Peter A. DeLuca or aka pad on Facebook. I am there. Dark Hero is available for sign up on Indiegogo. Uh, Uzi Susie is available for sale. On Etsy, uh, working on issues two and three simultaneously for that. Trial by Fire is coming. 
uh, we're getting very close to wrapping up chapter two. So there'll be updates with that coming in through Indiegogo and relaunching that campaign. And you can join the Wolfpack at akapad.com. You can sign up, email, address, and I will send you Wolfpack trading cards because you have joined the AKA Pad army at that point. Uh, I do love you all. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for listening. Uh, we're going to do back-to-back uh, <laughs> snow episodes because we have um, Liam Neeson in Ice Road Trucker or Ice Road. And then we have this other movie that, uh, holy crap, is called Polar. It's based on a uh, comic book web series. And um, that's a freaking cool movie. So 378 and 379, it's snow. It's a snow party, courtesy of Netflix. And yes, 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 I am fully aware that Space Jam is on a 2 Max today. Thank you. For-